What's up? It's Delaney, and I'd love to invite you to become an honorary co-host of the Self-Helpless Podcast. Do you want to pick episode topics and guests? Done. Want to surprise your loved ones with shout-outs on the show for a birthday, project launch, a much-needed divorce? Whatever you're up to, would love to be a part of the celebration. Get your favorite and least favorite quotes featured on the podcast, submit questions for our special guests, and find lots more new features and surprises at patreon.com slash selfhelpless. You'll also get added to our patron insider email list to easily redeem rewards via a quick email reply because we know hanging out on Patreon isn't everyone's thing. You can also opt out of emails if you prefer to be a silent supporter of the show. And don't worry, we do not Scrooge McDuck these contributions. 100% of proceeds go directly to operating expenses that make this weekly podcast possible and available to all. Learn more at patreon.com selfhelpless or simply click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for helping me fill the void of being the last standing host of the Self Helpless Podcast. Thank you so much. Can you help? Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Self Helpless. I'm Kelsey Cook. I'm Delaney Fisher. And today we are going to be doing an episode talking about what drains us and what fuels us, which is a topic that is inspired by our human design episode where we had the amazing Crystal on. She gave us a lot of guidance on what specifically helps Delaney and I have the most sort of productive workflow and Delaney and I were talking about on the podcast how there were certain things that surprised us where things give me energy or really don't bother me and for you it's like oof hate doing that makes me fall asleep immediately and then vice versa so we were like oh we should do an episode on this yeah I'm so excited I'm so excited to see like what things between us like the, the similarities and the differences and then also just talk about certain things that we've implemented like tips and hacks too to like really protect your energy like throughout the day and stuff so hopefully it just gives people a lot of ideas on how they can measure that and and do that for themselves definitely this is coming out february and i am just so excited to keep going on the nice try tour so in march i'm going to be in cincinnati Kearney, Minneapolis. In April, I will be in San Francisco, Rosemont, Chicago, and Denver. Uh, In May, I'll be in Uncasville, Salt Lake City, and then so many more tour dates through the rest of the year. You can go to KelseyCook.com and get those tour date tickets. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. Delaney, what's going on with you? Yes. Hey, if you like podcasts, I have a podcast called The Minimalist Business Podcast. You can get it at DelaneyFisher.com. It's a private show, but it's completely free. And uh, we talk about how to scale a business intentionally and a lot about how to, you know, craft your schedule and all that kind of stuff and building your business around your values. Uh, We primarily work with mental health professionals, but all entrepreneurs and business owners are welcome. If a minimalist approach to entrepreneurship sounds enticing to you, come on over. DelaneyFisher.com, baby. Love to have you. (laughs) perfect never know how to end that (laughs) so fucking cheesy (laughs) no it sounds perfect (laughs) finger guns (laughs) you do a perfect job every time don't you worry about it oh thank you (laughs) oh boy do uh i have a quotable that i mean it kind of can apply to this topic but to a bunch of other ones and it's actually one of my favorite quotes it's probably been said before on here but it's from the artist way and it says It's a funny thing about life. When you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you often get it. Oh, so good. Yeah. Mm, Very Mm. good. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. That's so so good. I mean, it's like what doing what you don't like and doing what you do often takes the same amount of like energy or time of course the energy like the the way that you feel is different yeah um but i i tell this with, to my clients all the time it's like you can spend x amount of hours doing what you don't want to do and building what you hate or you can take that time and energy and hours and actually build what you like so you might as well build what you like yes. you know <laughs> yes that's a great one there are so many things that are out of our control on our life path right but that quote is fun i think because it reminds you that there are just 
an infinite amount of paths that our life can go down. And we do have the power of choice a lot of the time. And I think with careers, I think with relationships, sometimes we take a safe route, but then you're, you're accepting that. Right. And so I think it's fun to remember that if you refuse to accept anything, but the thing that's going to make you the happiest, you're likely to get it because that means you're saying no to the things that are just okay. I love it. I resonate that with that so much because it just reminds me of just my career, you know, comes to mind, like being like unwilling to settle for anything, but a job that I loved. Mm -hmm. And almost like it was just uncomfortable to be in something I didn't like my body wouldn't have let me stay in something. I, it was just, it felt like it wasn't even my choice to keep going and keep searching. Um, but yeah, that's a great one. We also have another quotable. This was submitted by uh, one of our wonderful, uh, members at Patreon. And this is from Karen Matar. And it says with nothing but sunshine, you get a desert. That's an Arab proverb. I fucking love this. I feel like this is one of my favorite quotables that we've had submitted in a really, really long time. Yeah. Let's read it again. Let's read it again. Give it to me again. (laughs) Give it to me harder. With nothing but sunshine, you get a desert. Karen, thank you so much. If you want to submit quotables that get on the podcast, head over to patreon.com slash selfhelpless. I love this though. It's so true. Like you need the contrast of all the different things that happen in your life. And how do you know something is like awesome if you don't have some of the shitty parts? You kind of wouldn't, you wouldn't really know. I'll be like one color, like gray, like it would all, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, I think we had talked about that recently where sometimes we think of ourselves as machines or robots where we think we're supposed to be happy all the time or give give ourselves the same routine every day and it's like we are not we're not machines we're humans right we need different things every day certain days we need more rest than other days certain days we need more time outside or exercise or whatever it is but it's like really listening to our bodies and i think even more with women because of our hormones and our cycles. I mean, I'm learning more and more about that where it's like, wow, week to week in your menstrual cycle, you could be feeling completely differently. It's a jungle. Yeah. It is a, it is a fucking jungle. (laughs) And so, you know, just be easy on yourself because sometimes it's like our bodies are not, I want to, I don't want to say they're working against us, but sometimes it's like you wake up and you've got an idea of what you hope to get done in the day, but yeah, your body might have different plans and you have to listen to your body. Yes. I I love when entrepreneurs will build their schedule around their menstrual cycle, Mm -hmm. depending on like, you know, week to week, how they're (laughs) feeling. Right. So like during like the retreat mode, that's when they do a lot of like the, you know, the creative quiet work, they're not scheduling appointments. They're not doing these things, that kind of stuff that really heightened kind of energetic one where it's like you're, that pheromone that you're releasing, where you feel like you're sexiest. That's when they're in front of the camera. That's when they're meeting with people. Like, so a lot of people get very, uh, into that. I haven't actually like dug into, you know, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know much about my cycle to be honest, but I think <laughs> it's cool that people really use that as a tool and leverage it yeah. uh, in their life. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I would like to do more of that. I'm just starting to understand understand that stuff a little bit more as I have struggled with period problems the past year and a half. So, um, you know, our male listeners, hello. Welcome to... <laughs> Welcome to Self-Helpless. Welcome to Self-Helpless. <laughs> Get cozy. But yeah, I mean, it's, 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 been, it's been hard. It's been hard to, uh, to deal with it, but I'm, I'm finding out a lot. So that's been fun. Yes. All right. Should we dig in? Let's dig in. We talked about how this was inspired by the um, human design podcast, but um, the stuff that we talked about, which I'm just curious to ask you more questions about Kels is we talked about how recording a podcast episode like this really drains your energy after, and it really energizes me. So Kelsey mentioned like after recording a podcast like this, you need like time to yourself 
quiet time, right? Retreat, rest, that kind of stuff. Where for me, it almost like amps me up. And then I go around and I do stuff like around the house or whatever. Um, We also talked about social media, how social media you find can be fun and energizing. Mm -hmm. A lot of the time I found that even when I was doing something fun or great on there, it still really drained me. Um, so I'm just curious about another one for you. Sure. How do you feel when you are on stage performing like before, during, and after, what does that do for your energy? Yeah. So it's so funny. Cause that is the number one on my fuels me list. Wow. Is performing, but yeah. so the theme that kept coming to mind as I made my list for both fuels me and drains me is that it's like everything in moderation. Because Mm -hmm. so many of the things on either list for me could switch places if I overdo it. So um, if I am performing two shows in a night, so I'm on stage then for two hours. Right. And it's a travel day. So I've like I had shows in Atlanta in November. It was a crazy travel day. I flew in. Um, literally like right before showtime because my one of my flights got canceled like I missed it it just was such a nightmare so that whole process of leading up to it was very very draining that was a long travel day the act of me being on stage connecting with people making people laugh having fun really fuels me that is like Mm -hmm. my favorite my favorite experience but if I am doing too much of it in one night I'm, I'm really exhausted. So that's why it's, for me, it's that balance. Oh, that totally makes sense. Yes. Um, I was so curious to ask you this because I don't know if I've really ever talked about how I felt. Um, but I would leave, I would leave the stage feeling sick. Like it drained, it sucked the life force out of me is how I felt. And it wasn't because I didn't like the creative process or I don't, you know, like connecting with people. It's because my own stage fright, adrenaline, anxiety around the actual act of performing. By the time I was done, I was so just completely like depleted. Yeah. Um, and it almost was easier to perform when I had like a full day before performing because I had less time to think about like the shows or something. Right. And so I, it was easier to like go from one thing to the next. But if I like had a lot of spaciousness during the day, it would almost make me more exhausted because I would ruminate and think about it too much. But yeah, um, yeah, that's I just think it's so fascinating how like the same activity, no matter what it is, can really affect people differently. Right. Um, yeah. Right. And the amount that you do it. Totally. Because performing has the ability to absolutely be like truly the most draining feeling on the planet. But right. yeah. Um, right. But I feel like if you, if it's like everything went right, right? Like you had a, a restful day, great show. Maybe it was just one show, not two. Like, right. You probably, how, like, how do you leave that experience? Do you feel like oh. energized, excited? You know, what does that feel like? A one show night, especially yeah. if it's a fun show, it's heroin. It's the yeah. best. I love that feeling so much. For me, when it's two shows a night, that's when it does start to feel a little bit more like a job where okay. I'm having to be really mindful during the day of how to conserve my energy to be able to do that at night. Right. One yeah. is like, I can do one at almost any energy level, but two becomes, two is a long time. Yeah, that really makes sense. Um, So what else is on your drains me slash fuels me list? Yeah. So another one for fuels me is seeing new places. So when I'm touring, once I actually get to the place and it doesn't necessarily have to be a new city, maybe it's just a city I love, but there's something really exciting about that to me. And those are those moments where I always just feel so grateful that I get to do this for a living where it's like, I don't have to wake up and go to a desk job anymore that I hate. It's like I get to wake up and go walk around and explore what a great restaurant is near where I'm staying or go sightsee. And that, I just feel like I get a little, like I feel like a little kid on vacation with myself. It's a good time for me to bond with myself and have good like artist dates, like good quality time 
yes. in that way. So that is a, that's still an exciting thing for me to oh, yeah. get to go out and do that. But, um, I that. I, I've got a bunch more for fuels me, but tell me what's something on your fuels you list. Yeah. Go, going off what you just said, I think one of the very top things that fuels me is novelty, anything new, trying mm-hmm. a new coffee shop, going on a trip, yep. just literally anything that I've never done before. A new experience is really exciting for me. And it could just be like taking a, a walk in a different direction. It doesn't have to be complicated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, Something that makes me feel like I'm on a little adventure. Like I could discover something that I haven't discovered before is really great. And that's like the top one for me and my business too. Even if it's just connecting with somebody I've never connected with before, um, doing something different, you know, like I love that. So um, yeah, that's one. And of course, you know, just anything that feels enjoyable and fun um, is really fueling. And I would just say, when something runs like a well, like a well-oiled machine, that feels so fucking good to me. <laughs> I love efficiency. I will spend probably too much time like making something more efficient because I genuinely enjoy it. It's it's just so <laughs> great. Like any time that I could, I could free up a little bit more time or make something more simple. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, it's addicting. So like that shit really amps me up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've started to get little rushes like that, but from, um, decluttering and from trying to figure out what is like, what's the least amount of things I can have and still be happy, which I suppose is also an efficiency thing, but I'm always trying to make my space like the tidiest possible i'm like currently in the middle of cleaning so the back of my uh, apartment right now looks actually not great but i do really like stuff like that yes you're like you're simplifying you're doing something kind of novel you're organizing something so it's like a mini project slash dopamine hit it's just so many things it's so many things oh mini projects i love a good mini project that makes me super excited has to be a mini project though that i can complete in like one sitting or one day. Cause I right. love the feeling of like having completed something. If it takes like weeks and months, I get a little pissed off. Yeah. God, <laughs> this is such like type A plus nerd shit. You're just sitting here what else rubbing, is on? <laughs> rubbing one out to the idea of like a goodwill donation. So silly. Um, so good. I love, oh, I mean, few things get me as excited to have a vacation planned with friends or mm-hmm. or with my boyfriend like having something like that to look forward to and all the planning that goes into it deciding yes. what things you're going to do the places you're going to eat and gosh especially like if it's a a group of best friends getting together and maybe you can't see each other that often like I've got such a great group of um core best friends from when I was super young and we kind of live a little all over now and they've got kids and it can be hard to find that time. So when we can commit to like once or twice a year making a trip, it's just fuck, man. It's so fun. That makes me so happy. Yes. Oh, I love that too. Um, yeah. And you know, there's other things that I've mentioned so many times on the podcast that feel me like just anything self-care related, you know, a massage, a hot bath, a nice walk, you know, yeah. time mm-hmm. with my loved ones, like those painting, just anything that relaxes me or is meditative, just like, mm, just, it's just ju- so juicy, you it know, is. What, what was that? What's that thing called? Higgy? <laughs> Wait, Huga? Oh, who, what Huga. the fuck is it called? Huga. <laughs> Huga. <laughs> we did a huga episode right yes Mm -hmm. yeah just like that warm cozy taking care of yourself feeling the simple luxuries like oh nothing lights me the fuck up like a good cup of tea just a great (laughs) cup of tea sitting on my couch listening listening to my record player Mm -hmm. oh god and right now we got the christmas light the christmas tree up with all the lights like Oh my God. I've just been sitting on my couch with a hot cup of tea next to my Christmas tree. And I'm like, I could die. I, I mean, if I died today, I'd be fine. I, I did it. <laughs> That's awesome. That brings you so much joy. Oh yeah. So I love it. I love yeah. It. That is amazing. Yeah. Like when you were talking about the trips with friends, when, when you and Taylor came and visited me um, yes. in September, like, God, that was, that was, that was so, so fun. fun. And in that same vein, 
this is one of those things that it's it really depends in moderation. But fucking tequila fuels me. I <laughs> I have such a fun time. It makes me so happy. I'm a really happy, fun drunk. You're so happy when you drink. The I'm happiest so, of happy. I'm yes. so happy. I really yes. have the best time. Um, but you know what? The next day, it, of course, drains me. Like, you never sleep as right. well when you drink. I, as you get older, it does take a little more time to recover. So, but that's, a, that's just a thing I I weigh out when I do it. I don't drink that frequently, to be honest. I mean, I often go, like, maybe a month or two at a time without it just because I only really do it socially. So it's yeah. like kind of depends on if there is a vacation happening or or something like that. But but when I do, boy. Oh, I love your drunk self. We've talked about it, I think, before that you like you transform into a Disney princess. Your whole vibe, your voice. I love it. <laughs> it's like it's like an elf is visiting me from the North Pole. <laughs> With a candy cane. <laughs> I'm just so it's so cute. Like that, it's infectious. That's what I can describe it as. You are just so happy and you're just so loving and like warm. And I'm like, I am a fucking shit show disaster when I drink. I mean, I, I can drink a little bit and whatever, but if I go a little bit over, I am loud, I am ridiculous, I overshare, I do weird things, I do weird things on the dance floor. I mean, like I, you know, it's a very different experience. <laughs> drunk Delaney type (laughs) yeah I just really I just really love it it's it's just the best like music is more fun I want I always want to dance food tastes so good I'm just I don't know I just love it so So um Mm -hmm. that's what fuels me um concerts music anything anything like that dancing fuels me always just yeah. only good feelings that come from that for me there's no downside to it wow that's so interesting because concerts really drain me like completely oh. it's not my go-to thing to do like ever it's like towards the bottom of my list of things that I like doing oh wow um, it's not even on the things I like doing to be honest like live yeah. I don't know it's just anything with crowds like a live concert with so many people, a crowded bar, a, a, a club that's crowded like that is just like not my atmosphere. However, like an outdoor music festival where you're like sitting on the grass and there's like way more space yeah. and you're in the sun with a little snack or something that feels like more my, my energy. Like yes. as much as I loved seeing Lizzo with my friend Courtney, yeah. we left and we're like, I, I was like, I think I need like a full year to recover from that. Like, I think I need a full year before I even think about going to a concert again. She's like, dude, me too. I think we're wow. just getting fucking old. <laughs> like, I don't know. But that's how I've, I've always been. But it's so interesting how something like that, depending on your your energy. Yeah. It, it's so weird, isn't it? There are, I mean, I will say at the end of a con- on, the end of a concert when you are figuring out a Lyft or Uber situation, getting out of a parking lot, sure. all that stuff, of course, that always is super draining to me. I don't enjoy that part of it. But yeah. I am so happy at concerts that to me it's never, it's always like a no-brainer that it's way yeah. more worth it for me. That's so interesting. I always feel like um, concerts are way too long for me always. Like I would be happy with like a 30, 40 minute concert and then like go on to the next thing. Like oh. these hour, hour and a half, two hour concerts are just like, I don't know. I just want to hear the greatest hits and, and peace out. Like, I don't know. That's just how I feel. Yeah. No, that's, so that's okay. So that's, weird. That's okay. Um, what else was I going to Oh, so playing sports, always for mm. me, it just Fun. reminds me of my youth. All good memories. I just love it. Um, Chad yeah. and I have been going to the YMCA quite a bit. Uh, I love it. Playing horse shooting around it it's we played some tennis it's just a great time i i really love i love any opportunity to play sports as an adult still it that always really fuels me yes oh that's so good yeah i think i'm realizing like a big theme on what fuels me is just connection whether it's feeling more connected to myself at that time or a loved one like somebody else like that's kind of what it is is like removing the noise from a situation and I don't know having that experience like 
but mm -hmm, I would say, no, I mean, think I, number one for me that I do a lot is get a massage. Yes. That instantly makes me feel like I'm living my best life. Like I, um, I've like arrived in my career. Like that used to be such a huge goal mm. of mine is like, if I could ever book myself a weekly massage, I will have made it, you know? Oh, <laughs> like that. Yeah. So it's like all these things where I'm like, I'm celebrating that. I, I feel like I'm taking care of myself. Um, it just feels amazing. It's something I look forward to every week. And oh my God, I just, I, I seriously gush to my massage therapist like after every time. And she's probably like, God, this lady is so weird. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you are just so incredible. <laughs> I'm getting her a Christmas gift. Like it's a whole relationship now. <laughs> like, because I don't think I just want her to know, like, you don't understand, like, this is a life changing thing that I do for myself every week. And I wouldn't be able to have it without you. Like yeah. I, it took me a long time to find somebody that I felt like gave the most incredible massage. And it's like, I appreciate it so much because I am very mindful with how I spend my money. I don't spend right. on a lot of different things. And so the things that I do spend on, it's because I truly love them and enjoy them. And I'm willing to spend a lot more money because right. of that, you know? Right. God, I love a good fucking massage. I had one yesterday, so I'm still riding the high. Oh, uh <laughs> very nice. Yeah, that's on my list is um, a good health appointment. So yeah, for me, that's like whether yes. it's a good acupuncture appointment, a good massage, anything that makes you feel better and gives you that life force back kind of what we were talking about with the Stutz documentary, just taking care yeah. of yourself. Yes. Yeah. Hot bath. A hot bath with all the works, I must say, like doing mm -hmm. it up, doing it up good for yourself. Yes. The essential oil, the bubble bath, the, uh, the bath bomb, if you want, putting some music on, lighting a candle, whatever you got to do. Yeah. Um, but I have like a whole cabinet dedicated to like bath stuff that I can just I love plop that. in. And I have one of those little tables on my bath. What are those called? Like the little bath tables. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I have a little, little, I have a mm -hmm. little tiny bouquet of flowers. I have some bath bombs. It's like, feels like a nice little experience. Yeah. Um, anything else on your fuels me list? When I can really get into the flow and do a good writing session mm. for, for comedy, anything that's where you're in that creative flow, oof, I feel just like my best self. That's a really good feeling. Also, seeing my niece, man. Oh, yes. What a source of just pure joy to have this incredible kid in your life. It's uh I'm so lucky. I, I, I love just it. Love her so much. So yeah, yeah, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I think God, there's so many, but um, right now, like date nights with Cam is nice. Something to look forward to. We try to do something a little different. Um, and I was gonna say, yeah, anything that anything that I feel creatively stimulated in could be yeah. a work thing. It could be a personal thing. It's like even decorating my home was very creatively, you know, stimulating and. Um, I love my job. It's like so nice to feel like you can be creative and get paid for it. And then, um, you know, just this project that I'm working on this like weird experimental, you know, comedy special, I've been like really enjoying the little nuggets I've done on that so far. So just yeah. like, yeah, anything that feels like you're making something new. Yeah. Um, it's just, God, what, what a joy it is True, truly. It's yes. free. And it, like, that's a great thing too, is when you can look at the list of things that fuel you and you're like, what can I do right now? That's free. Yes. And that doesn't require anybody else. That's a nice, yes. that's a nice yes. thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's get into stuff that drains us. Let's do it. Okay. What's on your list? So this was the first thing that came to mind. And again, I don't mean for this to sound bleak because it's what we're doing right now. And I know I mentioned it a little bit on the human design episode, but yeah. it's not, I don't mean to sound dark about podcasting, and that it drains me, but what it is, it's anything where I have to feel hyper aware of myself in yeah. a performance situation where it's unscripted. So oh, that's, yeah, that's what I was realizing today is the difference for me between doing something like this and performing on stage. Like why that fuels me is because I know what I'm going to say when I get up there. Right. I have a plan. I feel confident in it it takes off some of that mental stress because i know already the things i want to say 
And I'm also getting, I'm receiving energy from a crowd of people. Like people are actually fueling me with their energy. When Uh, I do a podcast or even more, oh God, when I have to do like live radio where there is no editing. Yeah. Especially like a bit, maybe like I'm doing a serious XM uh, appearance on somebody's show. Oh God. Nothing makes me sweatier and more drained more quickly than doing things like that because I am having to think about every word I say before I say it. I'm like, don't sound like stupid. Try to be funny. Try to be interesting. Don't say like or um too much. It's just, I hate feeling like I'm under a microscope. And even in this podcast where it's just the two of us, it's like not the most pressure in the world. We know that we can edit if we, you know, like, stumble on our words or something like that but it it is still draining to me because we enter into it just as um like a performed conversation there's no game there's no script right and that's that's draining it it is especially because we've um created this incredible fan base it's like I I know that is not just like seven people listening to this. It's right. our our wonderful group of listeners, and I I always want to sound intelligent and interesting and funny here and there. Even though we're not like a primarily comedy podcast anymore, it is mostly self help and stuff like that. But um, it it really does like I'm just in my head the entire time. It doesn't matter that we've been doing it for over five and a half years at this point it it completely exhausts me by the end of it wow so it's being in your head yeah like having to like have all these like filters on it feels like can I say it this way or what you know that kind of thing wow that's so interesting Kels because I am so opposite in the sense that what used to drain me in entertainment was anything that felt scripted because I would be in my head about fuck, don't forget that line and don't forget this. And you have to play this character or whatever. So like anything where I had to like remember something or like memorize something that kept me in my head where an unscripted conversation, I'm not in my head as much. Like there's definitely times where I'm still in my head on like the podcast and stuff, but it's Mm -hmm. so, it's so different. And I think that's probably why it doesn't um, drain me like that interesting it's so weird I think I'm just I'm so aware that if people are taking the time to listen to our show like I want it to be a good show for people so to me it's not I don't feel like I can be as comfortable as if I were just having a phone call with you because nobody's listening to our phone calls for entertainment right that's why like like (laughs) <laughs> they, they sure they sure fucking good probably more entertaining than the podcast um the line bugger bugger phones <laughs> yeah but it's so funny because it's like when i'm talking to you on the phone and when i'm talking to you on the podcast i'm talking yeah. to you either way but it's right. just I, i'm way more aware of trying to like deliver this product that even though the show's free i mean the podcast is free to listen to i right. i want people to want to listen, I don't want people to ever feel like annoyed by the way I talk. I'll get in my head where I'm like, oh, have you said incredible like five times in a row? Right. In the past 30 seconds, say a different yeah. word. Like it's just, and there's that aspect too of having to pay hyper attention for an hour, whether right. I'm listening to you or we've got a guest on, but like there's no, you can't really, there's no zoning out. Right. I don't really find myself zoning out in conversation with people anyway, but it's like my whole body is tense right now. Yeah. Like I can't, I forget to breathe when we're recording. I don't feel grounded. I just feel very uptight the whole time and that it is draining. And I still love doing this podcast. I still, I mean, God, this podcast means the fucking world to me. Um, But yeah, the act of doing it does take take my energy in that moment and then I have to like do things to get it back very interesting did you feel that same way if you were in person like is it being on a computer that is also draining to you 
uh, in person was uh, so draining. Like, so it's a si- similar kind of draining feeling, whether it's in person or virtual. In person is sometimes more intense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember certain days earlier on where we would try to record like three episodes in a day. Oh, oh yeah. That's and just I felt for anybody. Like I felt yeah. physically sick by yeah. the end of it. I was like so out of my mind. Um, yeah. Same whenever I would shoot Rissa Fury. Felt like that where it's I'm on camera for I mean, sometimes the episode would take an hour to shoot and we would bank four. Sometimes we would shoot four in a day. And you're not, it's not scripted. And I, you're trying to be funny and interesting for the entire time. And yeah, really draining. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's, 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 yeah, that's so, it's just so interesting. Um, I would say one of my big ones that drains me is large groups of new people. Like if I'm going to a party, just that, that kind of thing new people meeting new people small talk with new people it wipes me the fuck out good good um, one. yep and uh yeah so that that's really up there i love alone time and i i'm so energized by alone time and one-to-one conversation or intimate conversation if there's just like a few people yes. um, that i know very well and that are really close to but yeah it's just so so different Um, so that's a big one. And then honestly, just anything that, yeah, I'm not being creatively stimulated. If I don't really, if it's not fun or exciting to me, it could be anything. I'm, I'm not into it. I'm drained. Um, travel is a really big one. I'm noticing it as I get older more because I don't do it as often as I did when I was younger. So I will, I feel, I will kind of dread getting on a flight this will be, you know, days or even weeks leading up to a flight. As soon as I like step foot in an airport, I feel sick. Mm-hmm. I feel sick yeah. on a plane. I feel sick after a plane. I, um, yeah. So that just public transportation could be a bus, could be a plane, just that whole experience again, just crowds of people. I think that's a right. big theme. Um, and then I would say, um, anything where I'm staring at a screen, um, I have a really hard time like watching TV and move like movies for a long time. I get kind of, I hit a wall where I got to go do something else. Um, if I have to sit down and like write something on my computer, that is really challenging for me. If I got to look at my phone, um, a lot, that's really hard. The only time I don't notice uh, the only time I don't really feel drained looking at a screen is like a conversation like this. If I'm meeting with a, you know, potential new client or meeting with a client, if it's a conversation that I'm engaged in and I like, and I'm, right. it's interesting, I don't really feel the a negative, like impact of like staring at technology, basically. Sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I so agree with the whole, like having those intimate conversations does fuel me so much. And that's something that I have to be really mindful of is doing that in moderation, which I know sounds silly, but Mm. I am so lucky to have a really incredible group of friends in my life and I want to stay in touch with them a lot. But what can end up happening for me is like 3 p.m. rolls around and I realize that I've had four intimate conversations already that day. Oh my gosh, that's a lot. That range from... (laughs) 30 minutes to an hour Mm -hmm. each right and even though I loved each one of those conversations I can feel it in my chest it's like it feels like there's an anvil on my chest because I'm like my lungs are tired like I don't know my lungs aren't in my chest but you know it's like it's just that feeling of oh that took energy that even though I enjoyed doing that if I do it too much I make myself feel a little sick so I've been trying to be more mindful of like okay have have as many conversations as you feel comfortable with but if you start to feel that way and somebody calls you just have to say hey let's talk tomorrow yes totally totally yeah that that's a really good one um uh talking on the phone is something I have to do very infrequently uh-huh. very very infrequently and i usually have to pair it with something else either i'm on a walk in a bath whatever it's something just like with tech i can't just like sit on the phone 
Yeah. I feel like I have to be kind of like moving my body or something. Like um, but yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. Huh? What, yeah, what like killing two birds with one stone kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I also think that because I sit for my job a lot, like that's how I have my meetings and stuff. So anything I'm doing outside of work, I want to be like moving my body and, yeah. and like more active. Um, yeah, that's a that's a really good one. That makes um, sense. Yeah. And also any kind of admin type shit, like having to call and schedule and make a dentist appointment, like those little teeny motherfuckers really, oh. those can be the worst, even though it might take two minutes. It's just like, God, can I just What's up with that? I hate it. <laughs> um, yeah. Those yeah. types of things where it's like, I've also just tried to, I've tried to outsource that where I will delegate that to like uh, my assistant or something, but then it's like, they usually need my information anyway. Oh, I need your your insurance card or your this. And like, fuck, I just have to call, don't I? I just have to fucking call. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah, it's just one of those. I hate when something is like, uh, I can't, I can't kind of delegate or automate this. I got to show up and do it. And it's just like a little teeny, little teeny task. Yes. I don't know why it bugs me so much, but it does. Oh, I feel the exact same way. And I have another one that I am positive you will be on the same page with me about is running errands. Oh, fuck that. No. Yes. Yes. Right. Don't like that. Inefficient. Dude. I have, so I have to renew my passport. I'm going to Costa Rica in April for a wedding and I have to renew my passport. I was dragging my feet to get this fucking errand done i finally went to fedex i get there and they're like you know it's way cheaper to do it at the post office if you don't need it expedited i you really you'll save a lot of money going there and i just was mm. like oh how much money is worth another errand and i did like yeah i did leave and thomas i'm like you just you just need to go do this other thing and guess what i i, I couldn't muster the energy to do it that day and now it's just still sitting on my fucking to-do list but mm. like anything like that like getting an oil change anything that is that like adulting running errands like mailing something oh i can't um, tell you how many packages from amazon or like clothes i've purchased online that don't fit great or that i don't actually love that i end up just keeping because i don't want to deal with going and returning it right yes. i'm like well i guess i just have you for the next five years until i declutter yeah. you right but i i'm not going to yeah. fedex right now i just yes so silly Dude, i i'm so i feel the same way i have to batch those things i have to like make a half day of it okay if you're doing it, you're doing the oil change and you're doing the car and wash and the this and the this and you're doing it, at, yeah. you know, and that's it. Then we don't have to think about it for a while. But if those are sprinkled throughout like my week, I can't know. It's got to be like a very intentional kind of power hour type of experience. Yeah. Um, and I just try to, I truly try to delegate and outsource that stuff as much as possible. And of course you can't always do that but yeah. it's really helpful when I feel like I have figured out like a good system where um you know stuff like thumbtack even like pressing a button and having somebody literally show up in the back of my home and clean my entire car I don't even have to leave my house uh, oh I love it like stuff like that yeah. you know but sometimes it's, you know it's like okay I'm, I'm next to the car wash I'll just drive through it that's uh, that's an easier thing but Oh, that's a good one, Kels. Yes. Yeah. It's great to um, picture your assistant trying to like take the passport picture for you. I'm like, I don't <laughs> think this is one we can delegate. And you're like, just fucking do it. <laughs> she has like one of those fat head phone, you know, those like pictures of a head on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I promise it's me. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Yes. I, I think that goes, I, I think what's really draining for me is that if I'm having the same conversation over and over or the same process in, is happening and I feel like it could be improved in a certain way. Like I've, I've mentioned before on the podcast, like Cam and I at one point were like every single day, we would spend so much time and energy going back and forth on who's doing the dishes tonight and who's doing this thing and who's doing that. It's like, okay, can we just spend 30 minutes, you know, having uh, a list where these, these are your chores, these are my chores. So we don't have to talk about this every day for the rest of our lives. It's like, yes. you know, whenever I feel like I'm caught in that trap of like, this could be easier or better or more efficient. I like to try to like do that as quickly yeah. as possible to not like waste time and energy. Cause those things 
really drain you, especially running your own business, like being in charge of your own career. We make so many decisions every single day, thousands of decisions. Yeah. Um, and so anytime that I cannot make a decision is what I'm going to try to do. Right. How can I not make a decision about this ever again? <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, and um, on that same note, when you're talking about kind of going over something with you and Cam until you've figured out, okay, how do we streamline this? For me, working through a relationship issue is so draining. Um, like mm. if something comes up that requires, you know, like journaling, having a sit-down talk, all of that, that to me – and again, that's something that's always very much worth it. And I think the energy that goes into it feels very rewarding. But that does, um, I'm just one of those people that if there's something on my mind that needs to get worked through or talked through, it's hard for me to not have it at the forefront of my brain. Like, I'm like, okay, I immediately need to to journal, to make a, a, a list of like how I want to approach this. It's, I'm, I get very type A about approaching any sort of relationship conflict. And um, again, yeah. I, I think it's always like a very rewarding amount of energy, but I think everybody can feel that way where when you have to really um, focus on how to communicate about something, it can be something that's draining. Totally. That's such a good one. And I think I'm guilty of, not well i think i'm guilty of letting things slide a lot more than i probably should like i think i should be taking that time and energy to address stuff certain certain yes. times and but there's so many <laughs> it sounds so bad now that i'm saying it there's so many other things i'd rather be doing that if i have a hard time getting myself interested in that particular conversation I would rather like, oh, I just want to binge watch this show or I just want to go on this walk with my friend or I want to, you know what I mean? Right. So I have to like, I have to like, okay, no, this is absolutely worth talking about. But I, I do find myself just doing things that I like better. Yeah. <laughs> and having those harder conversations. And that could just be with anything. I'm like, well, I could do this, but I could also just like go out to dinner or I could just enjoy the movie that I'm watching with, you know, Cam or whatever. So yeah. I think, you know, sometimes you can't, you should not avoid certain things like that um, totally. because they can pile up. But yeah, that's, that's a really, really good one. Um, well, yeah. Oh, go, go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Kels. Oh, I just say we were talking about the shadow self stuff with the Stutz documentary. And for yeah. me, that's something that has been part of my shadow self is thinking or speaking without thinking sometimes in relationships where mm-hmm. I, I can approach something without a game plan and end up saying things that don't come out the right way that I feel like end up being hurtful or, uh, and like not intentionally, but sometimes I, I think it's pretty common that we don't always all take the time to communicate thoughtfully in a relationship and if you are planning on being with somebody for a long time, it's like sometimes those words can stick with somebody for years and years. And so yeah. that's why it's become really important for me when there's a topic I want to address in my relationship to sit down and make sure. And of course, that's all the therapy stuff is saying, I feel statements rather than like you, 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 anything that sounds like um, critical or attacking. It's just there are so many ways to communicate effectively and thoughtfully. And I just, to me, it's, it's really important to like take care of my romantic relationship because I feel like I look back on younger me and I, I wasn't as mindful as I could have been at times. And so, yeah, that is, that's, I think partly why I do like take the time now to really write it out and figure out how I like to approach things. Yeah. Oh, I think that's great. I think my, when I, I, when I think a conversation could be had, I I almost sometimes see it as an op it's optional because I, my brain goes, okay, I didn't like how this situation played out. So the next time it comes up, I'm going to do something different to get a different result. So I almost feel like, I almost feel like if the result is going to be the same, whether I have a conversation or don't, 
why don't, why have the conversation on top of doing something different next time? It almost feels like a waste of energy sometimes to have the conversation. If I know that it's going to be a different, I take a different approach next time. It's so weird. It almost feels like, I don't know why this like efficiency thing. That's just how my brain works, but it almost feels like this will be double work. Okay. How can I make it one action? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And this well, can yeah. be just a lot of, a lot of things, you know, conversations or, or not, but like, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. But I think there's something to be said for pick your battles. Right. That's right. another thing that shadow self me, I look at, I'm like, man, I used to be, I used to be very quick to, um, find fault in something or uh, I, I just saw a, and I just saw a clip on Instagram that was I think it was a, a relationship therapist talking about like the rule of threes like let something happen three times oh. before and this we're talking about like a small thing right right not like abuse yeah. of course of course yeah. yeah if it's a small thing that's bothering you um let it happen three times and because certain things you might see that could be like, hmm, that might become a pet peeve of mine, but it only right. happens like once. Right. And right. then you might be happy that you're like, oh, I'm glad we didn't like waste the time and energy on that because that figured itself yeah. out. But so, yeah, I, I think the whole picking your battles is uh, is a good thing. And I, I will like say, that. even though I put the whole like working through a relationship problem can be draining, I put that on the list one of the things that fuels me the most is when you do have a really constructive conversation in your relationship, like where you find resolution to something and you talk it out. Oh my God, what a great, to me, that's like such a rush. It's like, Oh, that feels so good that we, that we worked through that. Yes. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so, I don't know what, I don't know what that is where I'm like, well, I could kind of shape shift next time. So why bring it up? You know, I'm sure that's, that stems from a lot of, you know, childhood stuff or whatever, right. but I almost feel like, well, I, if I could do something differently, it'll create a different result. And then if an opportunity presents itself at some point to talk about it, I'll, I'll talk about it. It's not like right. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, it's not like I don't w- want to, I just feel like, well, if it comes up, I'll, I'll gladly talk about it, but I don't know if I want to create the opportunity. Right. So weird. So, so weird. Um, do you have any like, um, things that you do to tune into your energy when, when it comes to like, you know, making a decision or anything like that about, you know, what fuels you versus drains you? Journaling is always my biggest go-to. And I know that that's not everybody's favorite way to connect with themselves but it just always has been for me I've been journaling for since I was in high school and it just is the fastest way to um to what really is important to me yeah that's that's such a good one how about um I think uh, a few like uh listening like tuning into how my body feels so super helpful like your body can be like a great compass for you I think I you know that if I'm feeling excitement versus dread, sometimes it's kind of subtle, like sometimes having nerves about something. I don't know if sometimes you don't know if they're like excitement nerves or dreadful nerves thinking about that. And I like to think about, okay, how would my body feel if I knew that tomorrow I was going on a really fun trip, you know, with cam or something, or how, how does my body feel? If I think if I wake up tomorrow, I got to go to the dentist what is, what are those different feelings feel like? Um, and then use them to ask yourself about that decision or whatever that you're considering and see like, if you can kind of get that inkling. Um, and then a huge one for me is I batch my days. Um, this has saved me so much time and energy and just like mental space where I have on Fridays are like my personal appointments, self-care appointments, Tuesdays, Wednesdays are clients. Thursdays, I meet new people. Like there's no question on like when I'm doing something. Mm -hmm. So if I have a new appointment, like I had to make an orthodontist appointment out of nowhere recently. Mm -hmm. And I just immediately say anything available on Fridays. Like Fridays is my day for all that stuff. I don't have to go back and forth with how about this or this or this. Batching my days has been such a game changer. Um, 
And uh, yeah, that's been super, super helpful. I love that one. That's so smart. Yeah. Well, hell. We did it. We did it. Should we get into um, our iTunes review of the episode? Yeah, go for it. Okay, so this is from Woolybug. (laughs) Um, They say, funny, sweet, and genuine. Great people, great conversations, a real joy to listen to. These three ladies are intelligent and sincere. I look forward to every episode. Thank you. Gosh, that's so nice. That was a really, really nice one. That really is so sweet. I mean, honestly, like not being on social media, like my favorite thing on social media was like connecting with people who listen to the podcast, whether it was, you know, talking about a certain topic or whatever. And so anytime we get a review, it just means so much. Like I just, I feel like instantly like reconnected with people again. Yeah. I I just really appreciate taking the time. It's really nice. means a lot to us. Seriously, because we do record this just like alone in a void. We don't in a void <laughs> in a vacuum we don't get to yeah like hear that immediate feedback or know if we're connecting with you so thank you guys for writing the reviews in because we we really we really love it yes um any, uh, any hot stuff going on in your life Kels? well i have a good shit slash treat yourself i nice. bought a new car Woo! yes and it's the first time that I have ever purchased a car outright. Um, I will say I traded my previous vehicle in. And if you are thinking of, of trading your car in and, and getting a different one, it is so crazy what you can get for um, for your used car right now. Like that market is just bananas. So um, it was really nice to have that trade-in value to go toward the new car, but, um, it felt really, really wonderful to get to buy that. Um, and like know that this, all all the hard work that I did on the tour the past year and a half, like saving up money, it's exciting. And it's also scary to like do a, what kind of a lump sum purchase at once like that. I've never done something like that before, but to feel like, okay, this is like, this is part of why you work hard is like then you do get to do things like this and um yeah i was telling you on the phone yesterday that it's it's not so much that i have um imposter syndrome it's like that i've never done this before syndrome where you're just like oh i am i the one saying that i'm doing this that i like (laughs) that i bought the car so it just yeah it felt really good it felt like um a good like physical representation of um of of like the sometimes the hard parts of tour like the crazy travel and and stuff like that it's cool to have a physical thing that's like you know keep keep going yeah oh that's so exciting I love it I also have a little treat myself I I don't know if I've mentioned this yet but after using the same makeup palettes that Kelsey gifted me probably four and a half years ago. After all this time, I finally, (laughs) I finally got a new one. I got a new makeup palette. It's a cute little tiny guy. And, um, it's got the basics that I like my basic colors. I like, and, uh, yeah. So I thought you'd be (laughs) proud of me for, um, you know, upgrading that or just replacing the ones because the ones that you gave me are just, they were so beautiful. But you just, you know, I guess things expire, even though they still look good. You don't put them on your face, but I was. So, um, but yeah, I was getting uh, more styes than I'd like to admit. So I, it was time. Oh, <laughs> what? What were you doing? Oh my God, I didn't know you were getting styes. I would have like literally come to your home and removed them. I would have like forced them and pried them out of your fingers. Oh my so God. I didn't tell you. I'm like, oh no, Kelsey be too pissed. Just, you know, yeah. And by, by more styles, I mean, like, a, a few, a handful last year. So I'm like, okay, it's time. Yeah. Yeah, it it's is, time. It is time. I couldn't even tell you the brand or what it is, but it's cute and it, it looks nice. Send me a picture after. I'll send you a picture. I just Google, like, vegan, cruelty-free, plant-based, organic, natural. And then I find something like that. <laughs> um, so I, I'm that lady. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you for um, saving your eyelids. I took one for the team. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) 
All right, guys. Well, again, come see me on the road. So many tour dates. Uh, Minneapolis, Cincinnati, Kearney, all in March. And then, I mean, just tons every month through the rest of the year. So KelseyCook.com. Fabulous. DelaneyFisher.com for the Minimalist Business Podcast. We'd love to have you over there. Yay. All All right, you guys. Happy Monday. Have a fantastic week, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Self Helpless Podcast. You can find our Patreon community, merch, and our individual work at selfhelplesspodcast.com. We'd be thrilled if you shared this episode with a friend or feel free to post it on Instagram and tag at selfhelplesspodcast so we can repost you and say thank you. 